Happy New Year! Uh, I swear we've already done that. <laughs> I go, I have what? My, my, my stomach remembers doing that. <laughs> oh God. Mine does as well. Oh. But hey, you know what? Uh, it is a new year, and you're looking a bit different. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I really like what they've done there. So they've, um, I've got uh, eyebrow implants. Oh, I, ah. Yeah, so, but annoyingly, they put them on the wrong way around, so, oh. which is why I've got the kind of like emo teenager look. Oh, I just thought you were very surprised that they put eyebrow <laughs> implants in. No, I, li- I like them. I like them that way around. I feel like Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You have the distinct <laughs> look. It's wonderful. Hence the dancing as well. It's weird. All right. Welcome to Holy Ramblings. Podcast about the important and often humorous reality of living a Jesus-focused supernatural life. Hey, I'm Thomas. And I'm John T. And we are coming streaming right to your ear holes. <laughs> Sorry, you took me by surprise that. That's okay, I do that. Um, yeah, your ear holes are welcome. Um, we, so oh. we're here in 2019 as jovial as ever. Yeah, season two of Holy Ramblings. Season welcome. two, welcome, welcome. Uh, season two brings a couple changes. It does. One of them being our faces are not shown. Yeah, but our voices are still heard. We wanted to double down on the fact that uh, so many of you listen to it via podcast. So we're going to be trying to find out all the ways we can get this out and about in different podcasting ways. Out and about. Make sure the audio is the best we can get it. But that did mean that uh, doubling down on that meant uh, we had to take a little bit of time away from the the video editing. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't mean we won't do videos. No, uh, we'll still have specials. We'll still do specials. Kind of blast with New Year's. We may not do Hot Wings. If you've got any ideas for another special, something you want to see, <laughs> still do comment, recovering. comment below. Um, I'm I actually can you comment below on Apple Podcasts? You can review, <laughs> yeah, leave us a review with an idea, <laughs> or, or message us on Instagram, which yes. you can get to uh, at Holy Ramblings via Instagram yeah. and Twitter. And this will still be on YouTube. It's just the audio will be on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so we're really excited for 2019 together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not together. Well, yeah, together. 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 Um, and. Yeah, how how was it? have you come up with any New Year's resolutions? Um, well, I have to be honest. Um, and if you have, I, I don't want to. This isn't an insult, but I don't really do New Year's resolutions. Like it's not like a a thing. Um, pretty much because I feel like New Year's resolutions is a great list of things I don't expect to do. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I I'm very similar. I I used to think I tried and then I never did. Um, I feel like New Year's resolutions is a bad use of the word resolve. So I feel, just feel like people are like, I'm resolving to do this. And it shows like the op- absolute weakness in human willpower <laughs> every yeah. year. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't show us in our best light. I kind of feel like let's just tackle one thing at a time as opposed to be like, I'm there's a, there is a day. We've gone from a Wednesday to a Thursday. So therefore, like, uh, w- I'm just trying to remember. Was it Tuesday? Was it a Tuesday? I think so. Uh, Tuesday to a Wednesday. And therefore, I'm going to change all of these things in my life. And it's like everyone trying to do dry January. Hmm. Doesn't really work, and I know a lot of people who do dry January, but that's not so much a New Year's resolution but as I like, feel a, like a so challenge. So many people that that, that can't ends that ends at the end of January for a lot. Like that, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like you can almost do anything for four weeks, but I mean, very few people I mean, that have actually done their New Year's resolution though. Well, th- but that's the problem. You can almost do anything for four weeks, but yeah. longer than that, like everything breaks down. Uh, the other thing I feel is with New Year's resolutions, it's I feel like it's a self hatred list. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Like, it's just what a list of people being me? like, I hate this about me. And, and instead of, 
like yeah there's always stuff to change and grow like mm-hmm. that's fine that's being human that's we're, we're looking to develop but I feel like people like pick at themselves in a way that's like actually harmful uh, and then they, they, they polish it like, oh, it's like it's just a thing I do once a year. I hate myself for a whole month. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know if that's a good plan. That's not how Jesus views you. We're always in process, but he's not like, wow. Like you should you should make a list of all the Maybe ways we should that start you being fall like short of me. Over this next year we should just tell ourselves we're awesome. Yeah. That's a that's a, that's a resolution I get on board with. So I'm I think New Year's resolutions are awesome when it it embiggens the soul. <laughs> Makes <Okay>. you. <laughs> that's a word. No. Um, when when it actually is a word. I don't think it is. Embiggens, um, yeah. I'm really sure it's not. Hey Siri, define embiggens. So I think kind of having being able to, yeah, just acknowledge that we are we are awesome people and we're and that's okay. Yeah. We don't have to be like I want to look better because I'm horrible. I want to learn something because I'm stupid. You know, yeah. like, it's actually, it's... Because normally it's shame-based, right? It's, right? it's normally our responses to New Year's resolutions are, are, are shame-based. But there are some times where it's useful. Um, one of, w- w- my statement almost every year, uh, my brother was like, hey, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Mm. And I was like, no. Um, but my goal is that this year I, I'll draw closer to Jesus and be more self-disciplined than I was last year. Okay. Like, not saying that I wasn't last year, but just more so. Mm. Well, I mean, Uh, but like, I would love to be able to mark my years as every year I draw closer to Jesus. Every year I'm I'm becoming more kind of focused and disciplined in that. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should do that. Yes. I think that's a really good plan for you. Um. (laughs) I agree. So I I think what what Ems and I do is we were chatting in the car and kind of what for us. Like in this last year, what have we learned? Like, and that was that's, that's been quite an interesting thing actually, because sometimes you kind of it, you kind of come out of it going, oh, I've learned all these really like it's always good stuff. Yeah. But generally, we learn the most when you've kind of gone through hardship. So one of the things that I was saying is, uh, for me, I learned all about God's. This year, I feel like I've learned all about God's faithfulness and sacrifice. And that was, you know, a huge amount of that was to do with kind of the way that I thought my career was going to go. And, and God completely flipped the switch from that. And that, yeah. I, that really hit me hard, actually, this year to realize that that was a sacrifice. Um, but actually, God's faithfulness has been staggering. Like, I, I still can't quite, I can't quite sort of put it into words. Like, I, he's just been so good and it's been incredible. Um, but you don't get to see that if everything just roses all the time. Exactly. Like, it, like when it has to hit those peaks of it, like, I need God to be faithful here. Hmm. So like um, my friend Pete Porter would say, he was like, God will do a miracle when there needs to be a miracle. Yeah, like I- if we've got it all sorted, then there's no room for the miracle. Why is God going to jump in and be like, I'm going to part the Red Sea if you've built a bridge. You know, <laughs> it's not like I'm just going to do it. Knock the fun. bridge over and then. <laughs> yeah, the then I build it. No, but that's um, not how God works. He also doesn't work that way. But um, I like so how people think he does, though. People are like, this horrible thing's gone ha- happened in my life because God wants to do something. And I'm like, he might he might use that that's to, like to his th- advantage, I but mean, he's not the one smashing your bridges. No, and that's something we could probably talk about in another podcast. Yeah. That's actually a massive subject. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, that's that's a massive subject because you know, God is good, and that's the reality. But I think I think reflecting on a year the, like the way you and you and your wife do and. and the way, even planning to kind of go like, uh, my goal is to just continue the, the process of life. Yeah. Those are good things. But I, I do talk to a lot of people who are like, I'm losing 80 stone. 
<laughs> I want to be the invisible. <laughs> the an American. I don't understand stone. Um, <laughs> hey, Siri. Um, <laughs> um, but it, it's just fascinating how, how people want to plan out their whole year instead of living the now. And um, I'm reminded every January, I feel, is talking to people of, of this verse in James. Mm. And it's James 4. Read it out. And it says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we'll go to such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. And I always, I always kind of think, James's wisdom here is like, wow, uh, we really need to, to appreciate the moment. Mm. And we... It's good to take this arbitrary date change, uh, to, to reflect and to, to kind of ham, have ambition. But on the same note, so many people get lost there or stuck there or, yeah. or really upset. Um, and, and it's weird how, actually, if you're going to make a New Year's resolution, and look, we're not, we're not dissing you. We're not really Absolutely bashing don't. you. But if you're going to make it about anything, make it about h- how, how you can be this year. Not like a function, not, you, not like, you know, lose those... 80 stone. <laughs> um, but, like, make it about what type of person are you at your core this year? Mm. And that's why, for me, it's it's I want to draw closer to Jesus and I want to be more self-disciplined. Uh, that's just an ongoing process every year. Um, I think that's so good. And it takes, it takes the focus away from your shame. And it yeah. takes the focus away from you being bad to you walking more into who you're meant to be. That's exactly it. It's, it's an identity claim. Mm. So I think that's good. I think I, I like that. I like that it's actually a claiming. It's not having to learn or be better. It's yeah. a claiming who you already are. Because, mm. hey, I, we're, we're, we are, we're all kings and queens in the kingdom. And yeah. actually, we can allow ourselves to view ourselves as that. Yeah. I, one of the things that we were, um, me and I were having a chat about, which I think is an ongoing thing, especially in London, is, is to be honest, it's about friends. Mm. I think that's one of the things we, we do really struggle with. And I think London is ver- a very hard place to have friends. Um, where, for me at least, when I was at school, um, I did have friends, but I didn't, I, I, actually no point during education have I come out of schooling and kind of gone, I've I've got best friends in this. Like I, you know, and like I meet with people. Like actually, I'm very bad at keeping up connections with a lot of friends from university or school. Um, yeah, I can. I think for me, I didn't really enjoy those times in terms of I don't like the institution <laughs> of learning. I I really enjoy learning. I just don't like doing it in that sort of format. And so I think for me, a lot of my energy was put into actually getting it done. actually getting it done and doing yeah. it to the best of my ability. And um, so we. Uh, we're in London and we have friends, but people come, people go so quickly. London's getting more expensive, so people are kind of shifting away. And um, on top of that, it's suddenly then you've also, r- it's a really tough place to maintain relationship because the culture and the, um, uh, and the normal is to have loads of friends and to constantly uh, meet up with them but not, and, and to catch up with them but not to live life with them. Yeah. And so for Emma coming from Zimbabwe, um, where she's, you know, they had really good family friends and um, they would really live life with each other, I think is, is quite a strange um, sort of concept. And so I think what's been really interesting is talking to people in London about that. Because I think you can see those friends who suddenly, you know, you're like, uh, 
Jimmy over there has like 200 friends and he's like hanging out with them all the time. He's going out every night. And we've talked to those people and we've been like, how are you finding that? Like, that's... That sounds exhausting. It's one, of, well, it's one of the most interesting questions I've found asked people in London is, hey, how are you doing with friends? Because either people get really defensive because they're like, I'm fine. Or they're actually quite honest. And a lot of the time, people are like, I, I find it really tough. And so those, you know, when we've asked, I'm going to call him Jimmy, you know, how's it, how are you finding it? He, they, they've gone, actually, we feel really lonely and it's really tough because you're constantly trying to catch up. And yeah, you're, you're having constantly having to keep it up. You're having... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can speak. You're having a lot of shallow interactions. Like nothing's nothing's ever like deeper than a puddle. But exactly. There's, but there's tons of shallow interactions. Like yes. you're splashing around on a very kind of surface level with. But you need to have a soak. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is something uh, I, I'd say isn't necessarily uh, narrowed to London. No, absolutely not. I feel um, like this is everywhere. It was interesting in America. Um, Coming out of my my university days, where like you know friends are friends are part of everything. You go to school with the same people. Yeah. You you hang out with at night, and you and you see them all the time, and you're living literally with them, and, and that interaction is like your your whole floor of the people you're living with are your friends, and you see them all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're bored for a moment, you can walk two doors down, and and be playing a game or listening to music or watching a movie. Like you're never without human contact, um, and people start. People start depending on this as they they develop, and and what happens is a lot of people, especially in their twenties, um, assume that this is normal. Yeah, that that kind of constant connection is normal. And what I what I've been witnessing in London is people then bring that into their thirties and their forties, yeah. and they they no longer have the energy or the stamina or the the actual community to uphold that type of reaction to friendship. Mm. So they they're constantly going out for drinks. Yeah. Or coffee, so they're they're grasping at this concept, but they're never landing it because the the community base isn't there. And and talking really to people my age, um, and and older, uh, we we end up finding out that a lot of us ends up feeling lonely, not out of the fact that we can't make good friends, but we expect to have hundreds of them. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I. And it's it's I think what's what what we've found interesting is because I think we we came to that a few years ago of kind of really realizing that and going okay well look what would it look like for us to really engage with just a few people like and yeah we're friendly to everyone else like intentionally yeah but intentionally we really push into a few people not push <laughs> 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 yeah, um, no one can see this that's <laughs> I'm gonna edit that bit out um, <laughs> so good though. Push it. <laughs> we're, we're squishing close. <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> we're so close right now. <gasps> I'm a unicorn. <laughs> uh, what does it look like for us to intentionally sort of pursue other other people? Yeah, that's getting friends? better. <laughs> yeah, that's getting worse. Um, we should get Foley artists, by the way, to like do some sound effects in the background of this. <laughs> Um, and so it's been a really interesting one because I think mine don't touch it <laughs> don't sully it <laughs> talk about the bible there guys <laughs> it's very weird to have it okay. we're so close <laughs> I think you're oh, that's a good point <laughs> Um, yeah, how do you think I felt? I read the verse. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't your point. James made that point a while ago. Yeah, yeah, but she, he took it from me. 
<laughs> definitely <laughs> copy. The Holy Spirit's through all time. Um, so what's it look like for us to just sort of uh, really sort of pursue friendship with just a few people? Yeah. And, you know, being, being friends with other people, but kind of really pers- like pursuing with a few. And we've kind of found ourselves, like, so we both kind of, we love that kind of concept. Ems are used to it. I had a bit more of that in Cape Town with Pete and Sarah Portal and a few other friends where I sort of really pursued after just a few people. And that was yeah. awesome. And it was different ages, you know, but that was totally fine. And um, we tried doing it. We've been trying to do that in London. But the reality is, unless the culture around you or those people have that same culture, it yeah. doesn't work. So we can push, we can we can pursue people, but unless they suddenly go, hey, we actually want to pursue you guys back and and kind of do this sort of same sort of thing, it you just kind of basically one side, one side does it more than the other. Yeah. And um, I think we've just been re- we've found that as a a really tough place to be, of how do you get something that you really want when it's not a cultural norm or not something that's usual. So a couple of years back, I preached a sermon about friends. Um, and I, I preached this this to- this concept that um <coughs> concept of friends, not the TV show. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Well, I mean, it's still relevant. Well, it's still. Re- hey, I'd like to. I'd be there for you. Friends. Um, <laughs> well, it, it, I t- let me get my point through, and because I, I did talk about that, um, but in reality, <laughs> friendship is is a covenant relationship. Yeah. It's like a deal you make with another human. Like it promises to, I'll be there for you when the rain starts <laughs> to pour. Um, um, no, but it is that kind of friendship isn't I, I isn't something you just go into because you you are in the same place, and it's not something you go into because you just have a similar interest. Like you know, we're both huge Twilight fans, but that's not why we're friends. Um, <laughs> I almost slated that. I, 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 joke. I was going to make a joke there, but I literally I can't. I don't know Twilight. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Which are you? A, 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 a vampire uh, or a dog man? I think, I think they're called werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we're not we're not friends because we have this common uh, a common interest. Uh, we're not friends because we just happen to be in the same place. We've chosen to be be with each other. We hold each other accountable. We encourage each other. We like spending time with each other. We hold each other. But <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it because it's a podcast on audio now. Um, but when when one of us messes up, yeah, or one of us goes away, we we then need to choose to still be friends yeah and, and that's the kind of covenant relationship that that concept of that like i'm actually going to decide to be your friend whether it's 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 easier whether it's hard and we don't we don't view friendship that way in our culture we view it as uh people moved in across the way hmm. and they have a great friendship because they spend their whole lives together every moment and I think shows like Friends and How I Met Your Mother and things like this that are, are good fun shows I guess and, and they have these 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 friends and they're quirky and they're, they're always around each other and they never they never spend time with any other humans yeah um, gives a subtle lie that like that's what friendship looks like yeah a- and so people end up craving that and they miss what, what say like you and Emma are, are intentionally investing in I think you, I mean, you have to be careful in, in what you're saying as well, because equally, the, you have to be wise with them for what kind of friendship you have when people move away. Just because equally, yeah. if you're investing all of your time, and I mean, this is like, this is something we've had to, we've had to work out and stuff, because when you're investing your time into people that are not there, 
and it's not they're not there for you. They'll be on the phone if you need a conversation. Yeah. But in reality, we find ourselves with the weekend. We can't see any of these people because they're not around. They're yeah. miles, miles, miles away. And um, you have to be realistic. We have to be realistic in it because it's and that's been quite tough. And we've had to really kind of start to learn to put boundaries in where we've got that wrong. And and to be honest, with you, it's actually not my skill as well. Like. So I've had people move to South Africa or other parts of the country, and I find it very, very tough. And I know that sometimes people literally have bad skills in that, and that's no. I, I'm I'm equally, I think, unskilled at this particular. I'm a very out of sight, out of mind kind of person. Yeah. And so I, you know, for us, that's yeah. I find that a really tough one, and then I kind of come out of it feeling really bad and guilty. But actually, yeah, just having to be wise with it, how you do it, what you do with that is 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 being something we've found key. And we so have not got it right yet, and mm. we're still trying to work it out, and we're still, still kind of, we're still looking for the not. We've got people, but we're still kind of going. Are there more people that we should be investing? In? Are we doing this wrong? When people move away, is this us? Is this like what is this? And it's really hard. I think it's a hard place to be in, and it's a hard kind of time to work out because ultimately, if it goes wrong, you feel like it's you. Yeah. Well, I think it is. One of the core points is is it's kind of. You take it as it goes. You can't assume anything stays the same. Like, everything changes. Yeah. That's just the way it works. Like, at all times, everything's adapting and moving. Life is liquid. Um, and, and one of those things is going, like, a friendship needs to change. Well, I moved across the world, right? I literally, like, up and left. And mm. I had been in the same place for, for quite a long time. I had, had very good friends. But our relationships needed to change. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I go back every now and then, and we can jump back in, like, yeah. nothing. Like, it's good. We have that core but at the same time, like my relationship exists differently than I'm away, mm. and sometimes that hurts. Like that, like um, I have, have really good friends, and they'll still meet up uh, every <coughs> now and then for like breakfast. Yeah. And so oh, instead of being yeah. like the four of us, it's just the three of them. And so I'm out. I'm literally being left out. Mm. But uh, that's what what do I expect? Uh, <laughs> like I moved. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not terribly great. Uh, like they they know I love them. They know I care. But it's not like I'm there every step step of the way. So we all had to adapt. Yeah. There had to be an assumption that it, that it would adapt or else we'd all hate each other. Um, mm. and, and so that it's because life is liquid, we, we adapted that way and it changes. And then when we're together, it changes to something else. Mm. Um, I don't, when I'm next to them, I don't act like I'm across the country or across the world. And when I'm across the world, I don't act like I'm next to them. Uh, yeah, it's pretty wise. Um, but it's not easy. No. And it takes a lot of, of effort and I have to be honest, it takes a lot of maturity for on, on all parts because you need to be mm. somewhat self-conscious in the sense of not like, oh, but like I need to be self-aware. I need to be <laughs> thinking, oh, like this is this is my needs. Mm. Um, I mean, I like we probably talked about this in a podcast before, but I, when I moved here, I, I struggled because suddenly my friendship group was gone, and I was like, I need, I need to, uh, I don't have like. I don't have a seven-year friend um, anymore. Like you do now. I do now. You do now. It's me, guys. Um, but it's um, that 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 concept needed to change. I needed yeah. to change. I needed to adapt. No, I think that's yeah. I think that's it's not easy. Mm. So I think it's. Um, I think. I mean, I think I find that I find it fascinating. And to be honest with you, like, there's a big part of me that wants to like look really deep into it all and go, mm. cool. Has our culture changed that because now we've made flying across the world an actual thing that's you true. know what i mean like suddenly there's part of me that goes what would it have been like 200 years ago where you had just to get stay on a ship and 
go that never return home. Well, I mean, that that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. But then you would join another community, but then you wouldn't move again, really. Yeah. Like, you'd all be in the same community. And to a degree, there's no escape. You know, if you, if you don't like your community, you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, you, you <laughs> dream about a world where you're out. But yeah, exactly. I'm off on the Mayflower. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I stopped being on Facebook because I couldn't live in two communities. Yeah, that's wise. Like, I just couldn't, I couldn't keep up. Couldn't do it. Um, so I couldn't pretend I was still with everyone in America and here at the same time. I just had to commit. Yeah, I, I stopped using Facebook just because... Because <laughs> of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like if you're it. using Facebook, it's not a dig against you. It's just not how we operate. Um, so, I like, the, the there's the proverb um, in Proverbs. Um, it's the best verbs you can get. Um, Proverbs 12, verse 26. I'm going to say Proverbs, whoever wants. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. And I think, um, firstly, I'm just going to do a little shout out to those friends that lead me astray. So if you're... No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't see on the video, but uh, no. Um, yeah, and I think being wise and, and, you know, we can ask God for that. We can be like, okay, God, I need wisdom in this. Like, he He gives us wisdom. Yeah. Like, And he's, he's wise about it and we can be wise about it. And I remember a, a quote from someone... Um, and they said, um, they said, you know, God has got the best strategy on everything. And there's a reality of that. And kind of, I yeah. think it's so easy to go, okay, well, there's this massive thing and therefore God will respond to that. But when I'm talking about friends, he's like, ah, sort it out yourself. And actually <laughs> it's kind of going, okay, God, what is your strategy with friends? Like as we go into this new year, for us, last year was a, was a, was a tougher year in terms of friends. So this year, what does it look like? What's your strategy with friends? And what does that mean? And I would say that's something we should do for all our New Year's resolutions. <laughs> all our yeah, thoughts would go, what's, what's our strategy? Yeah. You know, okay, cool. Like, there may be a round of going, okay, well, you need to get fit. Okay, God, what's your strategy with that? Yeah. Like, because actually God's not going to be like, cool. So based on your shame level, I think we should go for this plan. Yeah, well, he just doesn't do that. Yeah. The reality is, well, we... We, we all need to grow. We need to adapt. We need to get better at things. Th- this, I'm not taking that away, but to your agreement, the shame thing is never the right motivator. No. Shame is a horrible motivator because all we'll do is bring more shame. Exactly. But when you ask God's strategy, that's brilliant. That's a good idea. And, and his motivator is bringing you into more of who you are. Yeah. He wants you to shine. He wants, he, he just, he loves you so much. It's like if Finn's like, like, hey dad, how do I learn guitar? I'm like, wicked. Let's, let's yeah. look at this. Yeah, not. you don't go because you're right because you are bad at music. Yeah. That's like never you're how, awful. That's never, never how dad responds. I'm like, let's buy you a ukulele and you can pretend you're playing with Phoenix when we're watching them play at Glastonbury. You know, it's but yeah. You know, I think it's worth taking a look at at how we relate to each other and, and what our friendship circles look like, and and taking a New Year's opportunity yeah. to do that. It, it might be worth it. That's another one of those being right. Like, how am I being? How do, how do I love people? How do I expect to be loved? What does a good relationship mm. look like? Um, and and, h- and how do I how do I grow in in the kind of way I'm a friend? And how does that help me grow? Mm. Those are all great questions to ask. And how does it bring me closer to Jesus? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you have friends that aren't bringing you closer to Jesus, whether they're whether you're you know learning about yourself or whatnot, because you can have friends who are non Christians that might not bring you closer to Jesus in that way, but you then you get to bring them closer to Jesus. Um, by like how you're Christ-like, and so a lot of those things are, are really good center about like what does friendships look like. So if it's, it's if great together. yeah, how do you build 
in your friendships. And if your friendships aren't building anything, then what are you spending your time on? I think that's, yeah. It's, like it's just a good it's, question. It's a good question. It's a tough question. Yeah. So we're going to be stopping highly rambling. That's all the time we have today. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. If you've been listening on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or any other podcast medium that we've managed to hook up to this, uh, go ahead and give us a like. Yeah, leave do. us a, a comment um, or a rating. We'd really appreciate it. And we'd love hearing back from you. If you're on YouTube, hey, awesome. Well done for cracking on. Um, yeah, sorry you're missing our face, but... You can see us on a Sunday. Um, That's true. And, uh, yeah, give us a like. Yeah, and, and feel free to leave a comment about ideas about wh- what you'd love to hear us talking about. And, again, reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter, at Holy Rambling. Oh, yeah. Uh, would We love hearing from you. And, uh, yeah, follow there, because we post silly pictures every Thanks now and follow. then. Thomas, will you pray for us to crack off the new year? I would love to. Lord, I thank you that you are a good friend and that you love us in a way that, that builds us up, strengthens us, and you're devoted to us. I thank you that it is your heart's desire to see us be more of who we are in 2019. And I thank you that you are with us every step of the way. I just release a blessing over each and every person listening mm, right. and that they would they would know your presence, that they would know how much you love them and that they would know that shame is never your plan for them. And I bless that over them. I bless that over us. And I just thank you so much, Lord, for your great wisdom. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope your ear holes enjoyed us being there and we'll yeah. see you next week. Sweet, hey. sweet sound in your ear holes. Ciao, ciao. Later, guys. Thank you.